48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories, Junius Ho cleans Hong Kong, but the Lenin walls remain. Two MTR stations close ahead of a rally in Chunmun, and the US announces it is to send troops and military equipment to Saudi Arabia following the oil attacks. Pro-government lawmaker Junius Ho's plan to clean Hong Kong has seen only minor skirmishes so far after he backtracked from his plan to eradicate Lenin walls across the city. Candace Wong reports. There have been incidents at just a few MTR stations as those who had heeded Junius Ho's original call to clean up Lenin walls scuffled with passers-by and some showed their anger towards reporters. Near Chinwan Station, a woman tearing down Lenin wall posters threw a bag at a journalist while another man shoved a cameraman. A few other cases of minor pushing were reported at Yunlong and Lok Fu MTR stations where disputes broke out between the cleaners and those hoping to stop them before police arrived. Earlier, online footage showed Mr. Ho at a town square in Chinmun with supporters also sweeping with brooms and dustpans. However, an argument broke out when he later showed up in Shaki Wan. Residents shouted insults at him and asked him to leave. Mr. Ho had previously said the day-long Clean Hong Kong campaign was aimed at removing the Lenin walls in all 18 districts, but he announced last night that his team should only clean up rubbish on the streets due to safety concerns. His original plan had sparked fears of potential violence between pro- and anti-government supporters. Yesterday afternoon, police appealed for calm, while anti-government protesters had vowed to defend themselves if they came under attack at the Lenin walls. The MTR has announced that Chunmun and Yunlong stations will close today from 1pm and 3pm respectively. Trains will pass straight through. An approved rally is due to start in Chunmun at 2pm to protest against so-called singing aunties who are accused of creating nuisance in the neighbourhood. The MTR said it will temporarily close the two stations in light of the event and concerns over passenger and staff safety. It said the decision was made after talks with government departments and it may shut down other stations without prior notice. Meanwhile, the MTR says it will look into all possible causes of Tuesday's train derailment near Hong Hong Station, including whether staff sabotage was involved. Eight people were injured, two of them needing hospital treatment, but they have now been discharged. The MTR says repair work is almost finished and both East Rail Line platforms have resumed services at Hong Hong Station. CEO Jacob Cam was asked whether employees could have caused the incident. At this point, we are not ruling out any uh, uh, possible uh, causes, although up to this point, uh, we have not discovered, for example, uh, any external object that could have caused uh, the incident. But we will uh, continue uh, our investigation to cover all uh, aspects. We have established an investigation panel consisting uh, both local and, of course, international experts. Um, we will look into uh, every detail, every possible uh, cause of the incident, and I'm sure we will improve from that. The United States is to send troops and missile defence systems to Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates in response to last week's attack on Saudi Arabia's oil facilities. Washington has blamed Iran for the attack, but the Iranians insist that they were not involved. At a press briefing, the acting US Defence Secretary, Mark Esper, said President Trump had given his approval in response to requests for the support. The top US General, Martin Dunford, said it would be moderate. 
we're contributing to Saudi Arabia's defense, we would be looking for other international partners to also contribute to Saudi Arabia's defense. And with regard to dealing with a specific threat, you know, no single system is going to be able to defend against a threat like that, but a layered system of defensive capabilities would mitigate the risk of swarms of drones or other attacks that may come from Iran. President Trump has been accused of pressing the leader of Ukraine to investigate the son of Joe Biden, the Democratic Party frontrunner for the 2020 presidential elections. U.S. media say Mr. Trump urged Volodymyr Zelensky to pursue an investigation in a phone call. BBC's Ali McBull reports from Washington. For much of his presidency, Donald Trump's battled allegations he benefited from a foreign power interfering in the last election. Now he's already fighting claims he's inviting help for the next election. Not from Russia this time, but Ukraine. It's come to light that a US intelligence official was so disturbed by the thrust of a telephone conversation between President Trump and the Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky that he made a formal complaint. Donald Trump says he's done nothing wrong. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. In what's being seen as another sign of softening trade stance, President Trump has temporarily lifted tariffs on 400 Chinese products imposed last year. It's the third time the US has delayed or removed tariffs since August, and the move helped lift the markets at the end of the week's trading. The Swedish teenage activist Greta Thunberg has addressed large crowds in New York at the end of an international day of climate change protests that she inspired, which saw millions of people demonstrate around the world. She praised them for taking part in what she called the biggest climate strike in history, describing it as a wave of change. This is an emergency. Our house is on fire. And it's not just the young people's house. We all live here. It affects all of us. And we will not just stand aside and watch. We are united behind the science and we will do everything in our power to stop this crisis from getting worse. A woman who claims she was coerced into having sex with Queen Elizabeth's second son, Prince Andrew, at the age of 17, has spoken in detail for the first time about the allegations. Speaking to the American broadcaster NBC, Virginia Giuffre said the prince was an abuser and a participant. Buckingham Palace has previously issued a statement saying the allegation was false and without foundation. Facebook says it suspended tens of thousands of apps on its platform as a result of its review of privacy practices launched last year following the Cambridge Analytica scandal. It emerged that the political consultancy had hijacked the personal data of millions of Facebook users, some of which was allegedly used to psychologically profile and target US voters. BBC's Dave Lee reports from San Francisco. In May last year, Facebook suspended 200 apps, then later 400 more. And now it says tens of thousands of apps have been taken offline. In a blog post, Facebook executive Imei Archibong said the suspensions did not necessarily mean the apps posed a threat, just that they warranted further attention. Facebook has taken legal action against app makers who refuse to be audited, such as Rankwave, a South Korean data analytics company. 
Commemorations will take place in the Netherlands today to mark the 75th anniversary of the Battle of Arnhem, the biggest airborne assault of the Second World War. 1,500 British and other NATO troops will reenact the parachute jump watched by veterans, dignitaries and visitors. Operation Market Garden was an audacious but fatally flawed plan by the Allies to capture a series of bridges behind German lines to bring an early end to the war. To sport now, and arguably the biggest game of the entire Rugby World Cup pool stage takes place later today when South Africa meet New Zealand. The two sides have one win each and a draw from their last three meetings. Unbelievably, they scored exactly the same number of points. Bookmakers have them as favourites. Here's the Springboks coach, Rassi Erasmus. It's a rivalry that's been going on since I was a kid. Um, rugby, obviously, I remember watching when I was younger and and it's been going on for a couple of years and I think um, they were quite dominant um, before the past two years and then you know we had to fight back as a as a team to make sure we got a little bit of the respect back so that's what we've been working on the past couple of years. Meanwhile All Blacks coach Steve Hansen knows that they're in with a chance but they're not taking anything for granted. Well as confident as you can be yeah I think uh you know, we've got the talent in the group to get the job done. Um, it's just whether we we um, earn the right to, to get all the way there. And, you know, as you know, knockout rugby, you've only got to have a bad day and she's away home you go. So uh, but the, the key thing is we know we'll get the same amount of good luck and the same amount of bad luck as everybody else. And it's what we do with it uh, when it happens and how we react to it when it's negative. And to end the news, the top story is once again. Junius Ho cleans Hong Kong, but the Lenin walls remain. Two MTR stations close ahead of a rally in Chunmun, and the US announces it is to send troops and military equipment to Saudi Arabia following the oil attacks. That's the news from RTHK. Welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Kev Tremblay, with you till 3 p.m. This week we have two musical themes on offer. First, our featured EP from Angola-born, Lisbon-based Kuduro Queen, Pongo. And a selection of hot new hits from a lot of places on the planet. As always, Giovanotti says it so well in Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And that was Giovanotti from uh, Rome. We stay in Rome for our first hot new track from uh, a surprising number of places on the planet with Calcutta. Stage name for one Eduardo Derme from the Latina region south of Rome in Italy started off as a duo. Uh, one of the members dropped out. That was Marco Crita. And uh, the original Eduardo Derme continued with the stage name Calcutta, now for himself only. And he started recording as Calcutta solo uh, in 2009. Came out with three albums, last one last year, 2018, and he's been uh, recording singles, non-album-based singles since then. So from this year, the second of his singles on the charts is called Sorriso, in parenthesis, Milano da Teo. 
and he's singing of wanting a smile from her, his Milan date. Here's Calcutta.